Welcome, foolish mortals. Time to be turning around. If only you could. Cause this here's the wildest ride in the wilderness! Hey, Henry, what's holding you up? Let's get on with the show. We can't hang around here all day. Ladies and gents, this is the moment you've waited for. There's no turning back now. This is the greatest show. It's time for the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast with your hosts, Michael Hurley and Gary Aruda. That's right. This is the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast, episode number 391, recorded from the Defont Leroy Studios in Kent County, Rhode Island, and sunny Southwest Florida. I'm your host, Gary, joined as always by my co-host and my cousin, Mike, down in Florida. How are you doing today, Michael? I'm doing well, Parts. How are you? I'm doing good. What's new down in, in sunny FLA? Not much. No? Everything's uh, honky-dory, Everything's pathetic down there? Yep. How's the weather? Typical. Yeah. Glad Got to... rained on tonight on our walk, which didn't make me happy. No. You glad to have uh, your college football back? Yeah. Yeah. That was a decent first week. My UConn yeah, they play good games now. Yeah, some of this. I like that the uh, Big Ten starting with conference games. That's nice. But even, even Alabama, Alabama always played a good game at the beginning, though. It seems like they always play a decent. Decent conference team that they know they can beat up on. Now, I see, I see your school's an absolute disaster. Oh, a disaster. How do you lose to Holy Cross? Like, like, I I forget what I because I don't obviously I don't follow UConn football, no, I but I wouldn't recommend it. I I I forget what I had on, and they called them a dumpster fire, which I thought then I had to really start paying attention. I yeah loaded up my Google search engine yeah. to see what the hell's going on in stores. So you lose in football to Holy Cross, which I don't think even has scholarships. They're like one double A, but they're like low one double A. So you're saying like URI would beat them? Yeah, I think they're like comparable with like Bryant in in football because they're one double A now. They're like low end one double A. So it'd be like Holy Cross, Bryant, Stony. Brook. I don't even think they call it that anymore, isn't it? FBS and BCS. FBS, yeah, yeah. FCS, FBS, whatever it is. But either way, um, not only did they lose, they got like handled easily. It wasn't an upset. They just got outplayed. You know, sometimes, like, a team will upset a better – not a better team, but, like, a bigger team if they make a big special teams play or they get a big turnover. It was just a a dominating performance by Holy Cross, which is, like – it would – I don't even know how to explain it. It would be like Kansas basketball losing to a high school basketball team. Not saying that UConn football is comparable to Kansas basketball, but I think the disparity between those two levels is pretty uh, pretty comparable. 
But then the coach just said he's going to retire at the end of the year, and then the next day they came out and said, oh, actually, I'll retire effective immediately. Saw that. That's when I just started laughing. They said that he was going to retire at the end of the year, and then the next day he's done. <laughs> now, did I s- up to him? Did, Doesn't sound like it. Did I see they're playing Clemson this year? Yes, they are. <laughs> that's not going to go well, is it? Uh, his, now Clemson has a loss, so they're going to have to like put out a performance, too. Yeah, they might have to win by like 94 in order I to. I think they probably could. Oh, my God. I hope you're getting a good check, Bards. I think we are. that's all we do now. Just get a nice little check. They got Purdue this weekend at home. They could lose that game by 70. I remember you were like a happy little nerd going with dad to the to the games. They and... were decent. They went to a BCS game. They used to beat ranked teams occasionally. They would get ranked in the low half of the top 20 what happened? once in a while. Well, Edsel left and went to Maryland. Do we need to do a do we need to do a YouTube the demise of Connecticut football? It wouldn't be much. You just go they had the worst coaching hires in the history of college athletics, I would think. You go from Randy Edsel, say what you want about him. He didn't do good on the second stint, but he brought them from football championship subdivision up to the Big East when it was still a conference. Going to bowl games every year. I think they went to like six straight bowl games at one point. A BCS bowl. I mean, they backed their way into it, but they played Oklahoma in the Fiesta Bowl in 2010. And then he left, so he he got out of Dodge. He went to Maryland. He petered out there. And then UConn, instead of hiring one of two or three decent off uh, coordinators they had on their staff, because those guys now are are like high end coordinator, like Joe Moorhead's the offensive coordinator for Oregon. Um, a couple other guys, I forget who they are now. Ambrose, I think he's a high end coordinator, but they were on the staff, and instead of giving one of those guys a chance, they hired Paul Pasqualoni, who was the Syracuse coach in like the early nineties. I mean that that's. You know, back when wasn't it Ron Meyer? Was he the coach at Syracuse? Yeah, I think so. That was he was the next in line after. And him. then he went, and then he went to the Patriots. B Paul Pascaloni. Wow. So they hired him, and that was a disaster. And then they replaced him with Bob Diaco, who was the defensive coordinator at Notre Dame, who is apparently a complete like psychopath, and he totally alienated like everybody within the program. And then after he left, they brought back Randy Edsel. I guess that was the uh, the only person that would take the job. And it doesn't go well. It just can you imagine sitting out a whole year? So they didn't play last year because they're an independent now, so they had no no reason to play in the pandemic. But they practiced and they had all their guys, you know. Super fresh. You come out first week of the season, you lose 45 nothing to Fresno State. Don't even put a point on the board. And then you come home and you get your ass kicked by Holy Cross after not playing for a year. That's bad. It's hard to even... It's not like they were a great program. So you can't say like it was a huge fall from grace, but it's bad. Very bad. What would you compare it to? Is there anything like you can't even wrap your brain around it, can you? No. 
They have a couple. They, they play Yale this year, which they could easily lose that game. And then they play UMass, who is also terrible. And that's probably another. Like, I don't. You know, you assume the Holy Cross game is going to be like your warm up. And you lose embarrassingly at home. It's not a good sign for the rest of the season, is it? Negative. And then the guy they put in as the interim head coach. Did you see the the viral clip going around the internet? Mm-mm. He was in the like at the end of the game. They were down by like three points in the fourth quarter. He's the defensive coordinator, and he's got them all in a huddle. And he's firing up. He's yelling. You see the spit coming out of his mouth. And he like puts his hand up for everyone. Like put your fist in. And none of the guys do it. They all just walk away from him. Wow. Like everybody in, and they all just like look around and walk away. And that, now that's the, that's the head coach. So. How's that going? How's that going to do? We'll see how it goes. Everyone wants uh, Dan Orlovsky to be the coach. I don't know who that is. He was their quarterback. He's an ESPN analyst now, NFL analyst. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. He has no coaching experience. That would be a classic UConn move. Just put put him in the mix played in the NFL for 10 seasons and then went to become an ESPN analyst. And they're just going to insert him as the head coach and hope, hope for the best, I guess. I don't know how that would do. They get Aaron Hernandez brother. He's a high school coach in Connecticut. Mm, that'd be a good hire to be. Anyway, who'd Florida play this week? Uh, I think like Florida Southern. Oh, okay. So it was a challenge for them. Yep. That's what UCOD should do. They should schedule all the cupcakes that like the SEC teams play, and they'd still go 0 12. At least it'd be competitive. No, here we maybe. go. All the cupcakes. I can't say. I mean, UConn, they, UConn should schedule every SEC team <sighs> as a cupcake. At least they'd get make some money out of the program that way. Just go play LSU, Alabama. Lose 68 to nothing every week. It's going to be demoralizing, doesn't it? Yeah. Like, you look ahead at your schedule, you see Clemson on the schedule. Like, what are are those guys thinking? (laughs) They're probably pissed. Like, do the coaches even pretend like they can win that game? Like when they're going through the week of preparation and they're like, no, you can't, can you? I wonder. Like, no, they we don't. Go out there and execute the game plan. We could put like, what do they do? Just say like, try not to get hurt, try not to get embarrassed on national television. Like, I was talk. I was listening to some coach, and he was like, they asked him that question, mm-hmm. and he said, "No, he said we're not stupid." He said, "I just tell him to go out and have fun." Yeah. <laughs> don't get hurt. <laughs> I mean, it could happen though. Remember, Alabama lost a few years ago, like at home to some cup, some terrible team. It was during the Saban era. Yeah, but they probably being terrible. They probably still won like nine games that year. No, I think they were still good, but they lost to somebody terrible. No, but I'm saying the team that they, even the team they lost to, even if it's from like the a bad conference. Oh, they might have been halfway. Yeah, conference, you know what I mean. Like when Michigan lost to Appalachian State all those years ago. Well, Appalachian State went like undefeated that year. They were one double A, but they still were dominant, you know. So I don't know. Speaking of disasters, how's the golf game? Terrible. Yeah, 
Is, it's not getting any better. You have no. uh, some hope on the horizon, though, right? You, yep. You're actually putting in some uh, lessons. Yep. Some work. That's yep. good. How'd that go? You had your first lesson today. And my swing analysis shows you what's wrong with my swing. Now, what? how often do you go? Once a week? Oh, yeah, I'm going to start going like once a week. You have a setup? You have your next one on the books already? Monday. Ooh, very good. That's when the real work begins. It's not the work. It's what you got to take out. You got to take it out. Well, that's out what I mean. Like, a lot of working on the swing. Like he's going to give you things to work on, and you're going to have to put them into play and try to be a willing student. Did you like? Is he like the kind of guy that's going to be like, "Oh, we're going to get you"? Is he like a motivational speaker kind of guy? Or no, not big like time. Him? No, not big no. time. That's good. No. I don't want to hear that. I want him to just come look at me and say, you know, the best we're going to do with you is maybe get you down to like 83. <laughs> they said like you typically in a year, you, I could go from a 17 to a single digit. Yeah. I they said that, that they, they average, they see seven to eight strokes in the first year. I believe that because especially if you're playing often and you're at this, like you could get good on your course if you play there all the time. Like you could, you can score like once you figure out a few things or, you know, get things straightened out with your swing and your game and you start playing and you're playing the same place and you know, all the breaks, you know where to play the greens. You can, you can put in some good scores at a place you're playing every day. Yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's easier than going to a new course every week. If you're doing the public circuit and you're going to whatever, you know, new fill finds for the group on, and trying to put up a number, it's hard to score at a place you've never seen before. I, I would think. I don't know. You know, like they said, which is, which makes a lot of sense. They said it's like weight loss. They said you're going to see lots of gains early on, and then you're going to plateau and kind of get pissed and say, I'm not going anywhere. And then you're going to see more gains. But a lot of guys, they go take three lessons and then they, they're done. They expect it to this to stay. Or fix get, everything. Keep getting better. Yeah. Sometimes you just need like a quick adjustment. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you need a full coat. Like a I'm I'm coat. doing it. Just we're gonna just overhaul, you know, as good as I've been playing parts, it's time to change the swing. You gotta change it up anyway. Yeah, despite, I'm gonna, change, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do the, the tiger so I can really? take it into the next century. Well, that's good. I don't have any uh, break music lined up this week, so I guess we could just get right into our, our topic. What do you came, say about Came well-prepared, as always, parts. Well, I was actually working on a, uh, a YouTube video this weekend. Oh, okay. For our YouTube page, so I think I'll be excused. Although, I went to uh, upload it with the, the intro, and it didn't work on my computer. I have to try it again. I let it sit there to, to export it with everything, and it was like, oh, three hours, and I came back and just said, failed so i didn't try again that night oh trying to upload it to not even upload it to, oh. you could just like export it all together with with the new stuff on it but we'll, we'll talk nuts and bolts a little bit after the episode speaking of youtube i saw that you put on a, a new video winded waves grill breakfast the breakfast yeah. it's up there that's available right now that play, i will let you know i gave a thumbs up and commented on that oh video. thank you parts 
and and I said that just Vero Beach looks very laid back and low key. Doesn't that look nice? Looks like a nice place to just hang out. It's funny though, all those like quick serves all kind of even at that place it seems very similar to the Disney quick serves. Like just the setup and the the noises and like even see the You know what they have though? Up. I didn't realize they have iced coffee at at the uh, Wind and Waves Marketplace. Oh, really? Yeah, and it's like like a big pitcher. Like you just pour it. It's like Dunkin' oh, you Donuts. Can, like, refill it yourself. No, like if you want to order an iced coffee, like I've never seen it at Disney property. No, they have some iced coffee. They have like the iced coffee machines, but it's usually like flavored and already comes mm-hmm. with the with like the milk. And nope, there. this looks like the Stoli Doli thing. It's just it's just coffee with some ice in oh, it. That's beautiful. Mm. I'm a big. I drink iced coffee every day. I don't drink hot coffee. Mm, very I like rarely. I like both. Yeah, I'm, I'm iced coffee all the way. All right. So this week uh, on on this episode, we're going to talk about the uh, new annual passes. We had mentioned last week that we were going to kind of get into and break down a little bit of the reintroduction of the the annual passes at Walt Disney World as of today. As we record, which is September 8th, annual passes are back on sale. So from when did they suspend it? Right at the beginning, right? Right when yeah, they for six the weeks. Yep. They they just said no more annual pass sales. Yep, you could renew, which I did, but yep, no more sales. So if you didn't renew, uh-huh. you would be you you wouldn't have a pass right now. SOL, yeah. That's I I mean that they Told you ahead of time, so it's not like it would have been a surprise. They let you know that's what was going to happen. But so you're you're still in until what April? Uh, mid yeah May May something. Yep. So you you're not you don't have to look into this too much for another few months, but it's uh, it's coming because this is the next the next step for you. So they introduced these four new levels. And the pricing. One thing I noticed, uh-huh. um, even though they have uh, some Florida resident exclusive ones, there's no discount on the top, the Increda Pass, they're calling it, uh-huh. for Florida residents. It's the same price as, as out of state pays. So if you want no blackout dates, nothing, you have to pay the same. As everybody else, so they're not they're not getting any Florida resident discounts. You can still do the monthly payments, so you do a down payment of two hundred five dollars, and then your monthly payment would be ninety nine dollars per month. So for this Disney and Credit Pass, it's one thousand two hundred ninety nine dollars plus tax. Um, the Incredit Pass has no blockout dates, and guests can have five park reservations at a time. So how many can you currently have? Three? Three. Four, it's three. Okay. So yep. that adds a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, do you see value in this pass? Is this you usually go for the highest end one when you correct? Need Is that still going to be the case? Or I don't sure? know. Because the next one down, if you look at the blockout dates, there's only like two weeks that are blocked out, right? I didn't look at the blockout dates. Oh, okay. So we could do that while we're here. So the next one down. Is for uh, $900, $899, per month after a $205 down payment. It has some blockout dates and also includes five park reservations at a time. 
The Sorcerer Pass is only available to Florida residents and DVC members. Um, so if you look at the blockout dates, I'm trying to pull that up here as well. When I first looked at it, um, I think the only blockout dates on the Sorcerer Pass was the week of Thanksgiving and the week between Christmas and New Year. But I went to view the passes and someone ate the page. So I don't know if we're going to get to that <laughs> to look at the blockout dates. Here we go. That's a segue into the new Genie, Genie Plus. Yes, exactly. Walt Disney World for a low, low price of $15. So you're going to rely on this app to get you from ride to ride. So I'm trying to see uh, the Sorcerer Pass. Most days you can go subject to blockout and select days during select holiday periods. That is for the Sorcerer Pass, but now it's not showing me the blockout dates. I was trying to find that on Disney's website. It doesn't have it. I did see it somewhere, and now the page I'm looking at doesn't have the blockout dates. Maybe this one is it. Here we go. Anyway, so that one's eight ninety nine. So that might be a good option for you to save four hundred bucks on your pass. I mean, is that really eight hundred between the two of you? That's that's a couple uh, nice deluxe stays for you guys. You know, um, yeah, that. I actually I'd be paying the renewal price, but. Well, all right. I still get my fifteen percent off, but yeah, it would well same discount, right? For both. Um, yeah. So here we go. The Sorcerer Pass. The only days I see blocked out for the Sorcerer Pass are the day before Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving, the day after, and the Saturday after. So that's four days at Thanksgiving mm-hmm. are blocked out. Even the Sunday, you're okay. And then in December, you are blocked out from December 18th through December 31st. Okay. And as of right now, they show no blockout dates at all in 2022. It goes through the end of October. So the only blockout dates on that Sorcerer Pass are four days at Thanksgiving. And Which then is fine. Two weeks at Christmas. Fine. So that's 18 days to save 800 bucks. Where are you coming up with that? Well, four hundred for each of you for the pass because it's twelve ninety nine as opposed to eight ninety nine. Okay, or seven sixty four to eleven oh four. Seventy four. Five ninety four to seven sixty four to renew. Yes. Oh. Or yeah, eleven oh four. Sorry, I looked at the wrong one. So there you go. So that's those are the blockout dates. So does that? make you think about it a little bit or i know you love having uh-huh. the no blockout flexibility but at this point it's i mean that's a big savings for not a lot of blockout dates that's very tempting uh, yeah like for, i'm gonna save 340 times two so almost 700 dollars. yeah is that worth it for you to not go those days? Uh, yeah, because I think a better question is if somebody gave you $700 not to go for those days, would you take it? And the answer is absolutely yes. Because right. chances are I'm probably not going to be going anyways. And on the off chance that that was your one chance to see somebody, 
you could buy a one day ticket for a hundred and something bucks and still be ahead of the game. Mm-hmm. Like if you if you absolutely needed to go see somebody on property, you can always upgrade. Or you can upgrade. Even if I can... even if I was going to do like if I haven't hadn't seen your parents in two years and they're going to come down a week before Christmas, yeah. then it's probably worth the upgrade. Yeah, you do the upgrade. or whatever just to hang with or your you parents. Or you get a two day ticket for two hundred bucks. Or something. There's a lot of what ifs in that scenario, you know. Of course, yeah, but to save the money, I mean, that seems like that's the way to go. So, yeah, for seven seven hundred sixty four dollars. Now, what are you paying right now? Um, when I renew, am. I believe we're paying about say seventy five. So we're paying about yeah we're paying about nine hundred bucks eight ninety so yeah I think it was eight ninety nine renewal so okay because I'm looking at the as of two thousand nineteen it said the platinum plus annual pass was nine ninety nine but you get the discount on the renewal so does that make does that make sense yeah nine ninety nine I got I I got fifteen percent off so I was paying eight forty nine divided by twelve about seventy dollars yeah that sounds about right okay, so back a couple years ago seventy one dollars uh huh so it's down a little bit it would be down a little bit from that which is nice being able to do that um, the next uh, pass down is called the pirate pass this one is only for Florida residents so the Incredit pass is for anybody twelve ninety nine. The Sorcerer Pass for $8.99 is for Florida residents or DDC members. You go down to the Pirate Pass for $699 or $45 per month after a $205 down payment. This one includes four park reservations, so that's less than the other ones. And it's only available to Florida residents. So the blockouts on this... uh, on this pirate pass, or, or do you have a you have a pen and a pad? Are you ready for this? Oh, here we go. There's quite a few block updates, so we're gonna start where we are now in September. You're free to go any day in September. October, October first, second, and third blocked out. That's a weekend, so no Friday, no Saturday, no Sunday. On Columbus Day weekend, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, you are blocked out. That's the 9th, 10th, and 11th. For some reason, October 23rd, you're blocked out. Only the Saturday, not the Sunday, not the Friday. That's a little strange to me. Um, Then the whole following week, you're good to go. The whole week of Halloween ending in the 31st. The first couple weeks of November, you are free and available. And then November 19th through the 27th, you are blocked out for Thanksgiving. So the Friday before Thanksgiving until the Saturday after Thanksgiving, you are blocked out. That makes sense. So the following week, that first week of December, so the 28th of November through December 3rd, you're good to go. But you're blocked out on Saturday, December 4th. You can go on the Friday, you can go on the Sunday. The whole following week, you're good to go, the 6th through the 12th. And then the 13th, 14th, 15th, and 16th of December, you're good to go. That's too much to remember. And then your blockout begins December 17th. So one day earlier than the other one, which is the Friday. And you're blocked out all the way through January 1st. Yeah. So that's one extra day there. 
uh, you're blocked out for Martin Luther King weekend, which is January 15th, 16th, and 17th. Everything else in January is open. You are blocked out for President's Day weekend in February, the 12th, 13th, and 14th of February. Everything else in February is open. In March, you are blocked out March 12th through the 19th. So for eight days, you're blocked out. I'm assuming that's uh, spring break or Easter, maybe. I don't know the significance of that week. Um, in April, you could go April 1st through 8th. But then the 9th through the 23rd is blocked out. So two full weeks are blocked out there. The last week of April, you're good to go. First three weeks of May, you're good to go. You're blocked out Memorial Day weekend, 28th, 29th, and 30th. All of June, you are available. You can go every day in June. All of July, except for the 4th of July weekend, which is the 1st, 2nd, 3rd, and 4th, is available. All of August is available. All of September is available except for Labor Day, 3rd, 4th, and 5th. And then all of the following October is available except for Columbus Day, again, the 8th, 9th, and 10th. So a lot of blockout dates, but it's mostly holiday weekends and then, again, the busy holiday season around Easter, Christmas, and Thanksgiving. I could see... I can't. If for two hundred bucks, that's not worth it for me. Not for, t- no. For two hundred bucks more for the next one up to only have a few blockout dates, that's not worth it. It's no, not even dates. close to worth it. That's a lot of blockout dates. Because you either want to go nuts or just do nothing. Right. I mean, that's why like they used to have the Epcot after four, which they got rid of. Completely. Which they got rid of, which is absolutely perfect for. A super local that just wants to go just hang just people would just want to go out and hang out and do food and wine and eat at La Cellier. Right. Now, one thing I do like about this the blockout calendars on this Pirate Pass is it shows you what we've been saying for a while and people have been saying the summer's their dead time now. Summer used to be busy for them. Yeah. And now summer's their dead time. Because if you look at all the block, there's no blockout dates in June, none in July, and none in August. Those used to be just a few years ago. They used to have a ton of blackout dates then. Right. All the blackout dates are December, which used to be dead for them. Like even that week before Christmas was usually dead. The week between Christmas and New Year was always busy. But now that week leading up is, is getting busier and busier. End of November is getting busier and busier. October, people like to go now in October because they have the Halloween stuff going on. Um, but yeah, the summer seems like that's their slow time now. It used to be the opposite, which is kind of interesting to me, seeing it laid out like that, especially. But now the last pass that you can uh, that you can buy Florida resident only. This will cost you $19 per month after your $205 down payment. Oh, I like the sounds of that part. $399 for the year. This one has... I'm going to I'm going to assume for 19 bucks a month. Why do why do we even talk about the blackout dates? Why don't we just talk about like the 5 days you can actually go? Okay, well that is a good point because Almost every weekend is blocked out with oh, okay. for the whole year. 
So you have uh, Saturday and Sunday all year is blocked out. You cannot go any Saturday or Sunday with this pass. So just those are all off the books. You can go every other day in September. You can go every other day in October except for Columbus Day. You can go November. You're blocked out all the weekends, but you can't go the week of Thanksgiving, obviously. December, forget it. You can go like five days in December. January is open except for Martin Luther King Day and the weekends. Same thing with February. All the weekends are blocked in President's Day. March, you're missing that week in the middle of March. You can't go. So you're getting all the same blockout dates as the previous pass, plus no weekends. So that's the big. So you can. It has all the exact same blockout dates, and then no weekends as well. So. I, I see more value in that one, than the middle tier because that one's just so dirt cheap that you could justify saying. If you live close, yeah. Like if you lived up there and you're you're retired, and you say, because to be honest, if I lived up that way, I'm not going on weekends when everybody else goes. If you can go whenever the hell you want, you're going to go on a Tuesday or a Wednesday, right? Yeah, that's what I mean. So if you if mm-hmm. you're looking to save the money anyway, and you have the flexibility to go during the week if you're close and you want to go after work during the week four o'clock, or you take a half day and you go from noon to six or something. On a Wednesday, that sounds like it's perfect. I'd be much more likely to do this pixie dust past before I would do the pirate one because you're getting, you know, that's $300 less. And you're missing the weekends, which like you said, if you're, if you're in the, in the game to do this and you're thinking about it anyway, you'd rather go during the week. Oh, Absolutely. But even if you're not super local and you do it, if you go as a family for a week and you stay up there and you do your weekends, you could go, you know, go off property or do Disney Springs and then go to the parks for the five days during the week. Mm-hmm. That's even worth it for the 400 bucks because that's less than a park hopper would cost mm-hmm. you for those five days anyway. Unless you find occasionally they have those like little mini passes for florida residents where you can go like four days and you get a really good deal on yeah, a park hopper, right? bucks a day or whatever yeah you can get a four day for 199 but, or something right but those aren't guaranteed you don't know when those are coming and it's hard to plan around those so for 400 bucks if you go up for two weeks a year and go four days at a time during the week that's worth it for that for 19 bucks a month i mean it costs less for my family, if I could do that pass, like if I was going on a, a, a one-week vacation and I could only go to the parks Monday through Friday, it's still less to do that for 400 bucks a person than buy the tickets through Disney for a five-day park hopper. Right. So that'd be worth it for my family to do. So if I lived in Miami and I was a five-hour drive and that's actually my vacation going to Orlando where you stay there for a week as opposed to, you know, going back and forth like you do or being very local and going all the time. That's still worth it. I think. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great pass. So I do like that one. Now, that being said, um, there are some things that you no longer get, mm-hmm. which that seems to be the theme 
Yep. It's not that you're they didn't necessarily raise the price that much. I mean the the top one went up a little bit, but not crazy, right? It, they, it I was expecting a way higher price increase. But you don't get any of the extras anymore. Correct. So you used to get um well, now let's talk about the genie thing. You don't get any fast passes with your annual pass. I mean, that's just everyone's on an even playing field mm-hmm. with that now. But that's one thing that you're going to have to either go without or pay extra for when you go as an annual pass holder. There's not even an option really for you to buy like a year long pass into that thing, is there? Yet. We'll mm-hmm. see how that goes. But you would have to, pay, like, if you went every day with your annual pass and you want to use fast pass you'd have to spend fifteen dollars every day correct to do that that's crazy um you don't get the photo pass anymore no included nope so you have to pay an extra hundred dollars to get that um i suspect that's something you will not take advantage of that is correct uh you no longer get the water parks yep and the oak trail which that's also that's ninety nine dollars as well, right? To yep. add on. Yep, yep. So that's another two hundred bucks if you want to get it back to the level you were at before. Mm-hmm. Because with your platinum pass that you currently have, you get your photo pass included. Yeah, but they don't have they didn't include the water parks anymore because only one one's open right now. Typhoon Lagoon's still closed. So even when you renewed at the same level, you don't. Yeah, because the they 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 discounted just a tad bit. Oh, so you get so you can't do either water park now. That is correct. Florida residents can pay like maybe fifty bucks to go to the water park. I think that's what their deal is right now. That's for an annual pass. Uh-huh. To it, okay. Is the golf course still included? Oak Trail. I don't think so. Okay, so that's out altogether. But that's now in the new pass, correct? Yes. If, if you pay the extra. Okay. And to be honest, that. That that includes a lot. You get free miniature golf, which is I think is pretty cool with that get, sports pass. You get free mini golf with that now? Because you yeah. used to not get that. I didn't know. No, you used that. to not get it. You have to play, I think, before four. Okay, but that's still not too crazy. I did not realize that was part yeah. of it. So I'm looking at this now. What are the extras here? Yeah, so the photo pass add-on for $99, like we talked about. And then the water park and sports option is also $99. So it says water park subject to rehabilitation, seasonal and weather closures. Tea times required for Disney's Oak Trail and are subject to availability. Foot golf is available every Wednesday, Saturday, and Sunday. After Foot 2:30. golf is, is, is valuable. Okay. Miniature golf valid for one round. Round must start prior to four. Only one miniature golf visit per guest per day. So, yeah, so that's one. I mean, one, how many rounds would you expect it to be? Well, maybe if you want to play two or three times, two or three different courses. Oh, true. I see what you're saying. But so you could play the mini golf before four. So that's that's pretty good, like you said. Um, ESPN Y World of Sports admission, which Still that's always been that. in there, but no, I don't know anyone that's ever done that. I don't even know what the hell that thing is. Yeah. Uh, days and hours of operation are available. 
Then the photo pass, uh, same thing. When you purchase the photo pass, download benefits for your annual pass. You can access and download Disney photo pass photos and other digital content. Um, Magic Banner, an eligible mobile device with Bluetooth technology enabled for My Disney Experience is required to receive some certain attraction photos and other digital content. Blah, blah, blah. You know how a photo pass works. So that's an extra 200 bucks. I assume. Well, I don't know if I assume. Would you pay the extra 100 for the Oak Trail? More than likely, yeah, because I'd like to get to the water parks. I missed the water parks. Yeah. You go to one water park and you play Oak Trail, that's worth the 99 bucks. Mm hmm. Plus, you know, if you do that, the eight ninety nine one as opposed to the twelve ninety nine, you're still making out. Yeah, you are that extra hundred bucks. So mm-hmm. you're more likely to use the mini golf, the Oak Trail, and the water parks than you are to go on those blockout days. Anyway, yeah, like the odds you have would have gone the week. Although you went up on Thanksgiving a couple years in a row, haven't you? Um, or is it just this past year? No, um, we didn't go up. You went on Thanksgiving once, didn't you? Or am I thinking Easter when you went? Maybe Easter because we had brunch at the uh, oh, top of the world. Thinking of Easter, okay, yeah. California Grill, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. know if if I put myself in your shoes, knowing. Not thinking for myself, but thinking how you go. I mean that the second step down seems like the way to go for you. With well, what's your what's topic. your analysis of this of this whole thing? I I don't think it's that bad. Like I expected the prices to be higher. It's just more the the taking away, that which seems- is what annoyed because, like you said. It kind of looks like the out of state is getting squeezed because now you got to get the all inclusive pass. That's all, that's your only option if you're out. Of so state. your only option if you live outside of the state of Florida is this thirteen hundred bucks if you want. Otherwise, to if you're DVC member, but right, you know they're kind of sticking it to DVC members. I think. Oh yeah, I mean, hell, well, DVC members used to get a free annual. Yeah, pass. they yeah. <laughs> Long gone are those days. Um, yeah, I mean, the out-of-staters, they always kind of, they didn't give you tons of options, but you had the two options before, right? Like you had the platinum and the premium or whatever it was. Yeah. So you could basically do, there were never blockout dates for out-of-staters, but you could do it without the water park. The platinum annual pass. Because none of the other ones were there. Like for Florida residents, it was always nine ninety nine, eight ninety nine, six ninety. Like with the block updates and everything. So I'm looking at the the thing you sent me with the old prices from a couple of years ago, pre COVID right. and before they paused everything. You had the Disney Platinum Pass was one thousand one hundred nineteen dollars for out of staters. Then the Platinum Plus was $1,290. So for an extra $100, you got the water parks. That's basically the only difference between those two, right? The water Mm -hmm. park and more. Those are your only options for out-of-staters. So now you have the one option, and then you could spend the extra $100 
it's getting expensive, market. isn't it? It's getting expensive now. Well, not really, because that really only made it go up by $180. The pass from two years ago. That's not that crazy. So if you were paying $1,219 in 2019 for your annual pass, that was everything you're getting now. Minus the water parks and more. So then you pay an extra 99. So now you're at 13.98, right? For your pass. Mm-hmm. So you went from 12.19 to 13.98. That's not a crazy jump. No, it's not terrible. But now you're not getting a photo pass. So if you want, right? The photo that's why I'm saying when now you're now it's all all cut. Now when you start yeah. adding the spinach and the mashed potatoes, it gets <laughs> a little more expensive. Yeah. So now you're at 1,500 bucks if you want the photo pass. And the water parks where you were at twelve hundred. So and in honesty, if we were if we were a big uh, picture family, you only need one for the photo pass. For the photo pass, it's not yeah, like she's going to go by herself yeah. and want a picture. Right. Exactly. Um, and if that happens, uh, you, you know, once a year, she goes up to see like a friend or whatever. She could pay the five bucks for the picture. Right. Now, I do think the Florida residents are kind of getting screwed if they don't want blockout dates. That was probably the biggest jump. I think, because, I, I don't know, I'm not going to overanalyze, but it looks like they they have the blackout date. They have those certain times where they don't need us. Right. And they want to keep us out of the parks at that time. That's true. Because to spend an extra $700 for two people for... Those few days. Right. It's literally like 18 days you can't go. That's not that bad. Like I said, would you pay $700 to go those 18 days? No, because nobody comes down. You guys always came down. The family always came down in the summer. Like on like your parents would do like those four-day trips in, in February and April just to get away. But for the most part, when people came down, it was sometime in the summer. Right. And I didn't want to get squeezed because that's when all the blackout dates were. Now it's totally reversed. And now it's totally reversed. Right. Now you're going to have to refresh me a little bit on these passes that they used to have for Florida residents. The Platinum Plus was the same. It was $9.99 as opposed mm-hmm. to $12.19. Then they had the Platinum, which was $8.99 as opposed to... And that to... didn't include the water parks. Right. Because you basically so now... paid 100 bucks. Yes, for the water parks. So now... Your platinum pass is twelve ninety nine, so that went up four hundred dollars for Florida mm-hmm. residents. And then, if you want the water park, it went up another hundred. But you were paying a thousand, and that went up to fourteen hundred. So it went four hundred dollars. It went up per year for Florida residents if they don't want blackout dates. Right. Now this gold pass was six ninety nine. Is that comparable to the other one with some blackout? Like yeah, I don't remember what the gold, the pass gold had quite a few, but I. Again, I think it was more in the summer, so it's it's hard to compare right hard now. Hard to compare them. And then they had the silver, the theme park select, the weekday select, and the Epcot after four. So they had more options. They, they had reduced, a ton of options. They reduced the options. But I feel like they had too many options because there were some, like, two or three in the middle. It was like, well, what's the point of this one if you could do this one for $70 more or whatever it was? So I kind of get that. Like, the Epcot after four for 309 is that much of a difference over the theme park select? I don't know. I don't remember what they all were, but 
it is a little uh there were a lot of options but i think the biggest my biggest takeaway is the florida resident not getting any discount off the main pass yep. with no blackout dates like you said that's that's a big change and it didn't go up that much for non-residents but it went up a lot for mm-hmm. florida residents if you look at that from 899 up to 1299 that's a big jump that's what 40% increase yeah that's yeah quite a bit that's a lot yeah cuz i think they were doing the math because now if you had the photo pass in the in the sports thing it's almost a 50 it was almost a 50% increase yeah and i'm saying if right. you were doing the non water park one you were at 899 and you stick with the non water parks so that means you don't add to it you're at 1299 so that's 400 more, and then you're losing the photo pass. So either right. you're paying 500 more to get back to where you were, right? or you're paying 400 more, which is still a huge increase, mm-hmm. and you're getting less benefits for it. Well, you can make five reservations at a time, though. I guess that's not going away anytime soon. The park Absolutely not. Are you kidding me? They love that. Oh, God, are you kidding me? That stinks. The, just having to make a reservation. Well, it's park. especially early on, right? When quote when quote you know they were they were holding it to ten percent, twenty five percent. Who the frig knows? Oh yeah, what the capacity is? They're not telling you, so I can go no. look for a certain date. Oh, sorry, buddy, it's closed. You can't go this day. And they're just trying to push people to Animal Kingdom that day because they're of seeing course. less people. Yeah. So now when your family's all here and I got to make reservations because I want to make sure that I can get to the parks, well, now I can't go tomorrow and I can't go next week. Right, because if you want to come, if you say you get a room for when I'm up there for a week and you Mm want to go all five days with us, well, I already have my reservations. Mm -hmm. You don't want to miss out on those five days. Right. So now you can't go. So now it's pretty much I have to, yeah, so so I go next Saturday. And then when cancel one, next set, and then I got to cancel one, book one, cancel another, book another. I mean, that's dumb. It's stupid. I mean, I get they don't want people just gobbling them up unlimited. Although I guess if you booked a room, you could make reservations with that stay, and that wouldn't count towards your five. Yeah, it doesn't right? count toward it, right? But still, so if you booked a room, but if you wanted to stay at an Airbnb so you could bring uh, Rody with you, mm-hmm. that you're out of luck again. The reservation system is nonsense. Because in the past, it was one thing where, like, if you missed out on the fast passes, you didn't really care. No. Like, if I was coming up and I'm like, oh, I'm making all my fast passes. Oh, I'll try to get on them when my window opens up. And okay, you can't get on Seven Dwarf Mine Train. You didn't really care. Yeah, big deal. I've been You'll on stay it. hang out times. with us at Magic Kingdom. I right. Who come cares? To Magic Kingdom to see. Now you might not even be able to come see us at Magic Kingdom. We can't make fast passes. I got to pay for that anyway. But now right. I have to make a park reservation when I go. And you try to get, sorry, parts. I go and get a Hollywood Studios. We'll have to meet up for dinner. You know, that that stinks. Because in the past, it was always, we planned on where we were going based on where we wanted to eat. So like, I'd right. look at dining reservation. Oh, Brown Derby's got a 430. So you want to go there for lunch? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Now we're going. Now I got to check to see if the park's available right. before I can figure out whether or not or I can, can eat make there. A reservation. You know, when you're a local, you're very spontaneous. It's kind of like, hey, you know, uh, you want to go? You want to go up this Sunday? Yeah, and then you just go up this Sunday. Now you start checking this, and 
The last thing I want to have to do is walk around with the phone attached to my hand. Right. And that's what it's become now. And on top of that, you can't even park hop, right? If you don't check into your first park. Yeah, I don't even know how that works. Like, I think, I'm not sure. We might have to check into this and get back to you. But I'm pretty sure, like, if you, you can park hop. But you can't go. You can't just go to Epcot unless I went to Magic Kingdom unless first. You went to Magic Kingdom with a reservation. Yeah, because like, they so, got to staff Magic Kingdom. So if you made a reservation for Magic Kingdom and you were planning to go to Epcot in the afternoon, you got a late start, and you had a reservation at four o'clock at La Cellier, and you get up to property at three because you got a late start, you'd have to go to Magic Kingdom walk through the turnstiles, turn around just to go to Epcot so you could get in there to park hop. Isn't that stupid? Yeah. Or try to change your park reservation, which maybe you'd be able to, but maybe not. Depending on the day. I suspect most parks will be open most days and it won't be a huge issue, but there will be times when it is an issue. So park hopping isn't really that flexible like it used to be. Absolutely not. You have to check into the place you were that you made your reservation to so you could park up to another place. Is it still after two or can you go at any time now for park hopping? Don't know. You'll have to look that up. Yeah. I haven't really thought about it much because I usually and like the, the thing with up. them, their PR department is absolutely atrocious. Like it's almost like you have to be the general manager. And you have to put yourself out there the night of the trade deadline. Yeah. And discuss what you gotta you gotta talk to us. You have to tell us what's going on. Right. And not just put a press release. You know what? We're taking away the free magical express because people would rather do rideshare. Stop with that nonsense. Just, yeah, just right. tell us what happened. Just say yeah. mirrors was unreasonable and, and the prices they were charging was outrageous and we didn't want to have to pass it on to our customers. Okay. Yeah, they you can try spin, to spin it any way you want, but come they on. They try to spin everything like they're doing you a favor. Like they're doing you a favor. Like how yeah, is we, taking away the photo pass? Now we, yeah, which doesn't cost you a dime. Right. It's a stupid flash in, in a ride and then they put to put it to the app. It doesn't cost anything. Okay. It's not that it doesn't R&D, cost them anything. It does. No, it did originally, it but something, but it's a it's a sunk cost. They already paid it. They're paying for the photographers regardless. They're paying for the technology regardless. Maybe they're hoping that nobody uses this and they can fire all the photographers. Fire all the photographers right. maybe. I mean, yeah, they tried putting that stupid box in place a couple years ago. That's true. <laughs> That's, I mean, yeah, that, that is a good point. And I'm sure you've noticed that they're <laughs> a lot further and fewer between those photo pass photographers anyway. You can barely find one. There's a couple on Main Street. There's a couple in front of like the Tree of Life at Animal Kingdom. You need like the little ding ding, like on National Lampoon's vacation when they're checking into the tents. Yeah. Clocks the guy's eating a watermelon and he's wiping his face with the scarf. Remember that? Ding 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 ding. Then Clocks enjoying ringing the ding and the guy takes it. <laughs> Do you've seen that movie? Oh, yeah, you? yeah, yeah. You know it exactly what I'm talking about. Edna, this is your tent. <laughs> oh, Clock, this smells like mothballs. Edna, this is your tent. <clears throat> Uh, everything's so negative but they don't give you a lot of opportunity to be be happy 
Because even now, like if you go for the lower, not the lower, but the second tier pass, you're paying pretty much the same that you have been paying. Right? About 900 bucks. That's about what you're paying. Yeah. Now that was for everything. No block. Yeah, I'm paying about seven. I'm saying paying seventy four a month right now. So you're paying seventy four a month, and if you do this one, you'll be at sixty three. But that's with a two hundred down payment, so that's really an extra. So you're paying, yeah, about the same because you didn't do a down payment, right? No. So if you seventy, so it's two hundred divided by twelve is another what twelve, fourteen bucks or something. Yeah, so it's going to be about the same price as what I'm paying. Yeah, so you're basically paying the same. Um, and now you're not getting the water parks, which you you aren't right now anyway, right? Yeah. You so said. not yeah yeah. So that's the same, but you're not getting photo pass, which I know you don't care about, but you're it, not it is nice to have. And then you're also now you have blockout dates. If you want to mm-hmm. keep close to the same payment, now there's those blockout dates, which again probably isn't the end of the world, but for some people it would be. I mean, a lot of locals do their christmas at disney right sure they go to the campgrounds or whatever they get a hotel for a couple nights they want to go to the parks now you got to pay an extra like you said for two people it's 700 dollars more for a year for a family of four that's 1400 dollars more for those passes you know i mean that's that's a big jump so you know what we're gonna see next year is they're gonna put way more blackout dates on the other passes so that'll be the thing. They'll either do the same price and just black out more dates and take more things away, or they'll just jack the prices up. Because they, I guess they would rather have more people buy the expensive one and then maybe not use it. Like, do you think that they'll see most people, most Florida residents buying that $900 one and they'll be happy with that? Or will no, they I say, think, no, I think out on the big one? And now we I think a- most of the cheerleaders are going to buy the higher one. Yeah. Yeah, because you've always gotten the most expensive one because you wanted the flexibility, but now that second tier, you're not losing too much. No, you're not losing a ton. Because and the fa- it's not. It's it's not that you're not losing a lot of data. It's what they took away. Right. It was easier because I would like the the water park option. Mm-hmm. So when they gave you everything and you're like, you know what? Eh, for 300 bucks, eh, just, just, just do this. Yeah, because if, if the 1299 one included the water park and the photo pass and the other one was a la carte, mm-hmm. you'd say, oh, for 1299, you know, 900. Because you couldn't bucks. buy the water park with the lower ones anyways. Right, exactly. So it was all enough. So, oh, you know, if I go to the water parks even twice or once or twice. Yeah. And there were some years I we didn't go, but. But you like going. Yeah, yeah, to have yeah. that as an option. But now they're just not giving you any incentive. No. Yeah, it's it is crazy that everything they're doing is involving taking things away, which never was the case before. Like they always raise prices, and that was never like we never had a problem with that on this podcast. We always, you know, I have no problem prices. with it. It's supply and demand. They're trying to. I still see. I still see. And and you know what? And they've been getting hammered. Fifteen dollars an hour, livable wage. Well, guess what? Guess what? They're paying everybody a lot of money. Yeah. And that costs money. So, you know, everybody wants this, 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 and this, but yet we don't want to pay to go to the parks. Right. I don't have a problem with 
No, what they're charging. I just no, you I and don't I have a problem with them. We'll never complain about what they're charging. I still taking see a value like. for what, but they just keep taking. And I don't even care if they take stuff away, but it's when they make it seem like they're doing you the favor by taking it away. It drives me nuts because they talk to you like you're a child. They 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 really do. I mean, when it's they like took when, away it's the like grand... when I tell my kids, I was like, "Oh, you can either have this ice cream or you can have these crackers, like this giant bowl of crackers." It's like, yeah, you're taking away the ice cream. You're trying to like move them to the thing you want them to do. Like you try to manip not manipulate, but you know what I mean. Like you, like you could have this or you can have this. like look look at this favor I'm doing. I'm giving right. you all this. And it's then like, yeah, ten, about- ten years from now, when the kids are older, they're gonna look at you and say, "Dad, when you used to." Tell us this nonsense. You were full of baloney, weren't you? And you, mm-hmm. yeah, I was. But yeah, of course. <laughs> but they still talk to us like that. They, like you're yeah. not going to try it when they're 23 years old. No, exactly. Yeah. I mean, what was it? What did they say when they took away this Grand Floridian Society Orchestra? Oh, who knows? Yeah, like I don't about know them evolving and constantly changing. Like, what are you talking about? Yes. Yeah, the stage like they move the stage over to the front, like a more intimate setting for them. Yeah, to right by perform. the dumpster. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they they were intimate. They got so intimate they kicked them right to because the that's where you want to watch it, right? Where the where the folding doors open, where people keep coming and going. <laughs> you hear the, the air brakes on the bus. <laughs> <laughs> the, the the wheelchair gets off the bus. Beep 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 beep. Got the ramp coming down. I mean, I re- I remember like. like Right when they were uh, building the taking down Meisner's and destroying mm-hmm. the bar. And I went to see them for their last set. And I was talking to them, man, God, I love you guys, blah, blah, blah. Guy writes down an email address. Do me a favor. Send an email. Tell tell this tell this guy exactly what you told me. I'm like, why? They're not thinking about getting rid of you, are they? And he just like looked at me and winked. And I'm like, nah, nah, they're not going to get rid of the society. Orchestra. Come on. <laughs> Oh, that, there's staples the there. I mean, come on, you can't yeah. get rid of it. They've been there since the opening day. Nope, too bad. If people people flock. People go to that lobby. People go to Narcoosies and spend three hundred dollars on dinner just so that they can hear the band. They're not taking right. a view. <laughs> yeah, nothing's nothing is sacred. We've learned that. But they do. They try to make you seem like they're doing you the favor. It's crazy. That's the part that goes right up my orifice oh does it oh yeah that, that take it away right the magical or, 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 oh we're orifice. creating more flexibility for you to take ride share and get your own luggage off the you know it's so like, oh, stupid thank you isn't it for that flexibility and the <laughs> flexibility to force me to pay 400 dollars to rent a car for a week and uh, pay 25 dollars a night to park at your crappy resorts uh, but then if you do want what we used to offer, you could pay mirrors sixty bucks for yeah, one way. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, but go. it's a lot more yeah. flexible. Like, what? Uh, what? Hello? 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 <laughs> the only flexibility you're getting is when I get bent over. That's the only <laughs> flexibility that we're talking about right here. Ah. Oh. Well, anyway, another positive episode in the books for us here at the yeah. uh, <laughs> on the Dudes Podcast. Yeah, we got to go back to a pixie dust next week. <laughs> we'll see. Anything else you want to talk about? You want to promote that YouTube page one more time? You got YouTube.com. Search yep, we're going to continue throwing up. I got a few more Vero Beach episodes. I got some stuff there. from uh, my Florida trip that I've been uh, working on, so we'll try to get some of that thrown in the mix as well. 
So get that stuff going and you know where you can find us everywhere else and subscribe, give us all that good stuff. Um, you know, you know the routine at this point. But that's going to do it for this week's episode number 391 of the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast. For my co-host Mike, my name is Gary. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll talk to you again next week. Now it's time to say goodbye to all our company. M-I-C. See you real soon. K-E-Y. Why? Because we like you. Hey.